to the Fantasy's Finest Fantasy Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, William Spencer, Jalen McQueen, and Mark Carter. What's going on, Fantasy World? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. Guys, we're moving yes. along in our AFC <laughs> conference breakdowns. Uh, today, we will be getting into the AFC South. Well, about time, cuz, because that AFC West ain't got me boiling, man. So let's just keep it going, cuz, seriously. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a good idea to lead off with the AFC. You um, would, dude, too. I hate you, man. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, they were Super Bowl champs. So you got to start off with the Super Bowl champs. Yeah, oh, you, you got to get, get remind me. Away. Don't remind me, man. Come on, let's go. Lovely. Little, my little ponies over there struggling. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> But yeah, today we're going to get into the AFC South. We're going to do our breakdowns uh, for that division. Um, I, there's a couple of notes over there that I, I like that I hopefully we'll be able to bring out to your attention um, as we get through this podcast. Now, per usual, you know the routine by now. Make sure that you follow us on all your social media, Twitter and Instagram at The Fantasy's Finest. You can also like our Facebook page by searching The Fantasy's Finest. And you can also subscribe to the podcast at Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pocket Cast, and so many more. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Show us some love. Give us some reviews, whether you mm-hmm. like it or not. You know, I want to see some more comments and stuff um, from our subscribers or our listeners. You know, if you got a little opinion that you want to drop in, we appreciate that too. And of course, you can always follow us at the Fantasies. You can follow the podcast host. Um, I haven't changed mine yet. So I said last week, um, that I was thinking about doing it, so I haven't changed it yet. So we're still, I am Hyperion underscore FPH. Yeah, yeah it takes two seconds. Will change it. Oh, I mean, man. you you can't talk about changing anything. You change yours more. Yo. Than you change your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, speaking of, I'm about to change it again because people keep <laughs> because people keep coming in my mentions talking about I'm a undercover Carson Wentz fan because I got I mean, the number you got 11, that 11 in there. So I'm gonna change yeah. it again. Oh, I did not notice that because dang. See, I'm not the only one updating mine. (laughs) Come on, dog. But for now, but for now, you can follow Jalen at ace underscore ECA 11. Come on, yo, yo, Jay, come out the closet, man. Come out and say your Carson wins. Come out the closet. Listen, bro, the only reason I got 11 is because I'm number one twice. But see, I ain't think about Eagles fans. Eagles fans are clever sometimes. Because he he mentioned me, he was like, "I didn't know you like Carson Wentz so much," and I was like, "What's going on?" And then <laughs> I got number eleven in my bio, so I'm gonna have to change it to four or something. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, and finally, you know, you can follow Mark at McNux M C K N U X. No number that out so that nobody you know get confused. Like McNux, what is that? Yeah, right. And if you know, if you've seen him on his streams, uh, that's been his uh, handle for quite some time now. So. Before we jump into our new segment, I want to introduce a new portion to the podcast called Are You In or Out? Listen to me. Listen. Stop. Stop. I need to know what is happening right now. Okay. Okay. You know what? Moving too fast. Bottom line. Are you in or are you out? In or out of what? Mm-mm, no time for questions. Just action. In or out. Okay. Well, then I'm out. I'm sorry, Jet. Actually, you're already in. All right. Now. This is just a question or topic or subject to get the juices flowing before we get into our new segment. Now, in this particular segment, 
Um, I want to go over this. So recently, Doug Peterson spoke to the Delaware News Journal and said that Greg Ward has a chance for a starting spot. Um, he was a slot receiver last season, which is more likely he's that's the position he's going to try and target um, to get in this year. Um, he didn't do too bad last season, but overall, are you in or out on Greg Ward getting a spot and being fantasy relevant? Like I said, pick him up off of waivers, man. I'm not I'm not touching him because we're the beginning of the draft, but <laughs> waiver wise, I mean, yeah, listen. If he if he blows up like crazy, man, or if you need if you need some help in that slot, you know, especially in the flex, yeah, hey, if he's right there and if he's doing so good, why not? You know? I I, I agree. I I mean it's, I'm gonna say definitely not somebody I would draft unless, you know, like like Mark said, unless you need some help. But I'm in on him being able to start and get a spark starting spot. To be honest, I think they should kick Alshon to the curb and move on with Greg Ward. That's just my opinion. Alshon, uh, Greg Ward oh over Alshon? I mean, what do you have to lose? <laughs> what do you have to lose? What is Alshon bringing to the table? All right, well. Oh, I can't wait to see your Twitter blow up, yo. For <laughs> Jesus. The Eagles fans going to rip you just for saying something. Go ahead, Greg Ward. Like Go ahead, Greg like Ward. This. Get your money. You know what I'm saying? I think he's a pretty nice fit. And that, I think he came out with Carson with some good, you know, some good with a good connection. I just don't yeah. think you need that turmoil between is Alshon saying that just just cut bait, Greg Ward, you know what I'm saying? Come on and start Rager and then get JJ Arcega White side some some rep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, all right. Greg Ward did have a pretty decent season, you know, based on the fact that everybody else was hurt. He did average uh seven point five targets per game. He had a seventy seven percent snap share. Um, and he averaged about 52.4 yards per, uh, per game. So it's not too bad. It's just, I think with the amount of people that you have on the field already, you have Deshaun Jackson, you have, uh, Jalen Rager, you have JJ Arthur and Whiteside. That's just, it's too many guys who Mm -hmm. are vying for those spots. And in my opinion, real quick, Rager and Deshaun Jackson are automatic starts for me. And then right back. And one of those guys are going to have to slide to the slot, which I'm going to assume is going to be Deshaun Jackson. So, First of all, I, feel, I just feel disgusted that I'm even what I'm about to say. But could you just imagine DJX, Rager, and Greg Ward? Mm-hmm. That would be a net, like, that's kind of that's kind of like an underrated receiver core right there. I was I trying to mess that up. Ward. No, 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 I'm not saying that, but he does have speed and he does have good hands. Yeah. And and you talk about, you know, another you get another season, all season to practice with Carson Wentz. That, you know, that uh connection further elevates. So I mean, Alshon just don't fit in the mix. But me personally as a cowboy fan, keep playing Alshon. I mean, he can't run past any DBs or linebackers. <laughs> so keep him out there. But I mean, I would be more scared scared of Greg Ward, and I would be Alshon. That's just me being honest. You know what's so funny, man? Because uh, we were just talking about that last week. As far as uh, like, it, it, it's, it, this looks like how when I was uh, mentioning about the Broncos having a young receiver core. I mean, right. Greg is in it too, man. This is a definitely young. Well, besides Deshaun, right? This is definitely a young receiver core, man. You know, what I mean, I, I really think that you know, you know, these guys. I mean, with Greg in the mix, man. Listen, that'd be great. I mean, the Eagles need some spark, you know what I mean, as far as the offense goes. Exactly. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, I I would love to grab Greg, but not in the beginning. You know what I mean? Maybe later on in the season. Maybe though. when the draft is over. And yeah. you know, oh, Greg Gordon there. All right, cool. I don't like this other pick. I'm gonna pick up Greg Gordon. Right, exactly. <laughs> Why not? Mm. You guys are okay. That's your opinion. <laughs> I just, I'm not saying I'm not saying say anything bad about Greg. I'm just saying, like you know, hey, listen. I'm not going to pick him up at the start. Listen, if we look at it, if we talking about ranks, I mean, according to a uh, one side, I'm not going to mention this site. Matter of fact, I mentioned this site. Fancy Pros, man. He is ranked 112. You know what I mean? Right. There's a bunch of picks you can get. Even come on, man. Even Nelson Aguilar. Come on, cuz. Exactly, exactly. If exactly. you're going to waste, and this is the final thought, and then we're gonna move on. If you're gonna waste a waiver pick on Greg Ward, be my guest. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Wait, no, I got a counterpoint to that. Thank no, you. I got a counterpoint to that. Alshon gets hurt. Yeah. Greg Ward can step in and fill that slot spot. I don't I don't yeah. think Greg I don't think Doug Peterson is wrong saying he's in the mix for a starting spot at the slot. No, he's not. So I mean, why not? Listen, Mark, we're gonna be going to the chip. Greg Ward is all the way to the chip. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Put your stamp on that, because uh you gonna be the only one carrying that one. That's the hill you're gonna die on. But that's enough. That's enough for our uh are you segment. Now Let's move on to the news. News and notes from around the NFL. All right. First up, George Kittle is now the highest paid tight end in the NFL after signing a new deal, five years worth $75 million with $40 million guaranteed and $30 million Good God, man, my man, well deserved. Yeah, he's worth it. He's definitely yeah, he's he's worth it. All right, next story. (laughs) 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 We're not gonna praise this boy too much. No, it's it's been a year tight ends. It's been a year tight ends, dude. He deserves it. He's Jimmy Mm -hmm. G's. That's I mean, that's as far as Jimmy G can throw the ball anyway. So he, you should pay him (laughs) because you're fat. Now, uh, Travis Kelsey got broke off too, but that that happened uh, before I was finished. Uh, it happened after, rather, I was finished uh, compiling the show doc. So basically, both of them got uh, got paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. They so real quick, it. real yeah, they do. Who's better? Real quick, right off the top. I'm gonna go. Kelsey. I'm gonna Kelsey. go Kittle. Oh, you went Kelsey. Ooh, I gotta go Kelsey, man. Yep, tiebreaker. I'm gonna go Kelsey too. Duh. <laughs> See, I'm gonna go Kelsey. Bam. All right, moving, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> the Patriots signed running back Lamar Miller. Yay! Lamar oh, who Miller's cares? What? Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, basically. But it says more. It says more about uh, the situation with Sony Michelle than it does anybody else. Um, he's still. They're still projecting him to start on the pub. Uh, Sony Michelle. Because he's still recovering mm-hmm. from foot surgery. What this tells me is that Damian Harris could be the guy who starts the season um, for the Patriots. Really? Yeah. He's like, like Mark he's said. Like, like Mark said. Who cares? The Patriots <laughs> ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? I think, I mean, it, I think what it shows is really what Tom Brady was working with last season and went 12 and 4. I still think that's unbelievable. Because Sony yeah. Michelle. Really, the defense was good too. Oh, yeah, that's true. The defense was good, but receivers were ranked dead last in separation. Tight end group was the worst in the league. 
How the heck Tom Grady will tell the four with that? Yeah. And honestly, fantasy speaking, I wouldn't touch any of those running backs with a, with a 10-foot pole, man. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that, but if I had to take one with upside, I'm going to take Damian Harris. Oh, so you going to – Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, see, see, we, I see what we do on this show, Mark. I see what we're doing this, sir. So he'll waste the pick on Damian Harris, but he won't grab right, Greg exactly. Ward. But he won't it's take Greg Ward. Come on. That's some bull crap, man. That's some bull. I ain't trying to hear that. Come on, man. <laughs> I had uh, enough. Yeah, I'll take Damian Harris with it. Now get out of here, cuz. I don't have on, to waste man. a waiver pick to grab him, though. You're going to waste a waiver pick to grab him. What are you no, talking no. about? You would waste an actual pick to get Damian if Harris, I'm, but when oh, you go, you go, oh, the, oh. If I'm in the top oh. of the order in the waivers, I'm not going to use it to grab Damian Harris or Greg Ward. That's the point. But if you had to choose, uh, which one would you take? I'm no, taking no, Damian wait, 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 wait. Um, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. So you telling me if Damian Harris doesn't blow up, do you ain't going to go and if you're the top the of the waiver order to pick him? No, nah, stop playing. You, 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 full of crap, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, you dog, get out of here. I see what we doing this show. I see. Yeah, right. Okay. Next it's one. Like, it's Next it's one. like another bet in the works. That's what it sounds like. Because uh, somebody ain't shake hands on the other one that we had. But well, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right. Josh Jacobs said in his recent interview that he hopes to catch at least 60 passes this season. Who cares? That, 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 that depends on his quarterback. No. Are you? Yeah, that does. But <laughs> the one thing that people have been talking about this year is – and Josh Jacobs is a good running back. If he gets more involved in the passing game for the Raiders, he's going to be dangerous. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he and he's going to be dangerous, that, what, getting two or three yards? He has no speed. He, we're going to catch the ball. serious? We're going to do curl routes? Because he, he ain't outrunning nobody. He's like, you, I, I think you, he, he's a strong back. He's not Miles Sanders. Like, Miles Sanders. No, he's not going to blow you away with speed, but he's right. got great hands. And he can catch out of the backfield. That's sound what like, you want. You want like a dual threat running back. Sound like right, the Jason okay. Witten running back to me. Yeah, right. He's going to he's gonna get tackled right where he catches the ball. Yeah, you know what? That's fine. He can, he can catch at least 60 passes for like three or four yards. That's fine. You know what I mean? Off the, off the uh, you know, uh, the the backfield. No, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, what do you do? That depends on his quarterback, man. That You're depends right. on Gruden's coaching, man. Come uh, on. Last point. Y'all, <laughs> Mark, you're hating because he's in your division. Jaylen, of course I, I am. What's the excuse? Is you crazy? <laughs> the boy, he's being drafted in the back of the first round for a reason. The boy got yeah. but no, hey, I'll, I'll still grab him. Oh, no, don't do me wrong. You good? No, I'm saying he's going to get drafted because he's a good running back. But you're not grabbing him because he could catch the catch the ball. You're grabbing him because you hope that he they're going to increase his workload in the passing game. What a, he what is, is the running back Wars? there? We're running off of hope now. We don't. Uh. Ca- you draft people. Well, I mean, I don't know how y'all work, but if if I'm going, if I'm drafting a running back, I I probably will take Miles Sanders before I even touch Josh Jacobs. No, I'll, 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 I'll touch Josh before argument. Miles. I'll touch Josh before Miles. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, I get that, what you're but saying. But that see, that makes more sense. But your argument saying that, oh well, you basing it off hope. All of them, everybody's got some kind of upside. It depends on how great it is in that right. offense. He is the man. That's so you want him to get more work in the passing game as well as the run game. But let's keep moving. All I'm saying is I watched, you know, I listened to the episode last week, you know, because I wasn't there. And as y'all was going <laughs> breaking down the offense, I said, this offense is trash. <laughs> he's going to be catch, I mean, he could catch 60 maybe off of screen passes, maybe. A couple of curl routes, like I said, but I don't see yeah, him being yeah, a yeah. threat. 
in the passing game, like you said. Yeah, right. Okay. Exactly. Was, man, we're going to have a lot of bets this season. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep moving, though. Uh, to Atlanta. Todd Gurley was reportedly seen at the Falcons training camp walking with a limp, but not when he was running. Falcons are thinking of limiting his work during camp to keep him fresh. Is this a cause for concern? Um, I can't. It's a cause for concern, man. Dude, uh, man, listen. With the limited number of running backs we have for this fantasy season, dude, I swear, dude, we ain't we ain't getting any better, man. It, right. I, I mean, oh boy, you know, it's going to drop Gurley's value, maybe. You know what I mean? But is it a cause for concern? I mean, still stash him, still stash him, and, and if you're looking for a running back, let's say in the, in the later second, third round, maybe still stash him. You know, right? You know, but just do it. Buyers beware, put it that way. Trust me, I'm one of them guys. I, I, I love picking running backs oh, off, you, you know, early shook. on. And where's dude, your, like, where's your sense I'm of still, adventure? Sense of adventure, yeah, get out of here. Sense of adventure, he'll <laughs> put me out of the playoffs, cuz, because I'll be trusting these people, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's just Come buyers beware. Here. I said it, comeback player of the year, Todd Gurley. Now you smoking, really? dude, but okay, yep. I think yeah, you so. smoking, yeah, you smoking, dude. I don't, all of, all right. I would have to. Next, yeah, next playing. episode, I'll, I'll I'll come back with something to repeat that. Okay. <laughs> All right, Alvin Kamara recently told reporters that he suffered a knee injury last season in Week Six. He said he I tore up my knee basically, didn't require off season surgery, but just a lot of rehab. He says he's fully healthy now. Now, when I looked into, first of all, I didn't see a report last season about his knee injury, but then when I looked it up, uh, it was saying that he had messed up his MCL, which um, mm. depending on how bad it is, it doesn't require a surgery, but that could be a reason why he was um, hampered and why his stats, his overall stats took a little dip last season because you, you notice that he wasn't really used um, in the red zone like he was before. He still caught the same amount of passes, but it's just his touchdown total went down. So if he's healthy, does that move the needle for you this season? Like, oh man, Alvin Kamara might be better than he was last year. I should pick him up. I think so. I mean, I, when mm-hmm. I look at those type of running backs, you know, uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey, the type that can kill you on the ground and also can kill you in in the air. I look at Kamara's as one of those running backs. Um, mm-hmm. He's very shifty. He got great hands. Um, I I could see him go early. I would I would take Kamara early. I would. Facts. Same here. I mean, he's still top five to me. You know. Yeah. What I mean? So you yeah, know, just you, about you, to you ask that. Yeah, McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliott, Henry, Kamara, he's gone. You know what I mean? Right. So exactly. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you, you got you gotta pick him out. You, you can say he's healthy, quotation marks on that one. Yeah, I'm fully healthy now. Yeah, but I mean, come on, people say that same thing, man, and getting the flick of the, the wrist and the cut of the, you know, cut of the ball and all that too. And right. then all of a sudden you're back to where you where you are. You know what I mean? So again, this is also a a, a better example of buyers beware. But I mean, really, still this shouldn't concern you that much as we were talking about. With uh, who was that last dude? But with Todd Gurley, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yo, you pick up Alvin Kamara early on. You know what I mean? That's a given. That's definitely a given. Right. All right. Finally, according to Peter King of NBC Sports, Randall Cobb is going to be a huge part in Tim Kelly's game planning puzzle this year. Oh, who cares, man? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> well, cares? we're going to get because we're doing the AFC South. I thought it would be pertinent. But oh I'll bring God. up more of that when we get into it. We're going to say the same thing when you bring that up the, the next time. Who cares? <laughs> All right, guys. That'll do it for our news segment. Now let's get into the meat of our episode. Pause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
We're going to get into the AFC on, South and start breaking down the divisions. Divisional Breakdown, the AFC South. Okay, so the AFC South is on deck. Um, we're going to get into our first team we're going to break down is the Houston Texans. They finished 10 and 6 last season. Um, some major changes uh, with the team. Major? As far as the offensive pieces. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. As Never far as the offense. Yeah. So, but before we get into the rest of that, we're going to start with Deshaun Watson. Now, we know Watson is considered one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, mm-hmm. He's con- also considered one of the best wide. I was about to say wide receiver. QB. Yeah, I'm I'm jumping ahead. Uh he's considered one of the best QBs in fantasy too. Uh he finished the he finished as the QB four for twenty nineteen. But he doesn't have one of his biggest weapons um in a wide receiving game. Um with Nuck Hop not Nuck, um DeAndre Hopkins. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um do we see that affecting Deshaun Watson this season? No. No. What? Who just oh, said no? Mark? No, come on. Here's the thing, man. I mean, look, look. Okay. All right. Let me start off with this. You lose Desha- uh, Deshaun. You lose DeAndre, right? You know what I mean? Like, a spectacular season last year, of course. You know, over a thousand, seven touchdowns. Fine. You know? Will Fuller was was definitely my favorite pick, man. Especially in a lot of the major fantasy uh, leagues that I was in last season. <laughs> I love Fuller, dude. Yeah. Can I cut you off real quick? Go ahead. Cut me off. Do what you got to do. I also had Will Fuller. And fantasy, and he was out almost every other game. I couldn't even play him. Yeah, okay. Well, he was playing. Yeah, okay. All right, he, he did his thing. You know, okay. I give you that. His injuries, man, was like, yeah, all right, it's, it's questionable. But and see, that's the thing. Y'all, I was stacked on wide receivers, man. So if I put if Will Fuller was healthy, man, I'm sliding man. He did his thing. You know what I mean? You know. But other than that, you have your 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 core now, and and who cares about Randall Cobb first, and then you Brandon Cooks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, it, 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 listen. Uh, DeAndre, uh, not DeAndre, uh, Deshaun, they got the same summer name. Deshaun Watson, man, he has options now, man, to spread the ball out, which is great because, you know, and uh, what the, here's the thing. A question to both of y'all real quick because Randall, I know he was he was with the Cowboys last season, man. What was the stats for last season anyway? I think he had like uh, 870 yards. Yeah. He had a, he had a real good year. Um, he had, I think he had like four mm-hmm. touchdowns called back too as well. So yeah, he had right. a good year, but but they're talking about like we just said in the news, moving Randall into like a, a into a Hopkins spot. I don't see Randall being a one. I think well, not necessarily a a, a Hopkins spot, but but but, not, I'm, but I'm saying when you use the phrase when you use the phrase, he's going to be a big part of the offense. It's like okay, well, what is that? Because you don't have Hopkins anymore, who garnered right. almost 150 plus targets a, a season, right? So what 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 is he going to be? But that's what I'm saying. As far as like Mark said with the Cowboys, Randall. I mean, he wasn't a big piece. You know, if Lamar's covered, Gobb's covered, we'll go to Cobb. Mm-hmm. Defenses. I mean, now you can't do that. Now, if they still had Hopkins and added Cobb, that's completely different. But they got rid right. of Hopkins. I don't see Cobb getting anywhere near eight seventy two next season. All right, well, since we're talking about the wide receiver, well, before we move on to the wide receiver, I just want to say um, that Deshaun Watson, I th- I think that losing DeAndre Hopkins is going to be 
big, but I don't think it's going to be big enough to knock him out of the top 10. Oh, no. Yeah. Nah. Mm-hmm. Um, because he also has the ability to move the ball with his feet. Right. And right. I think that that's, that's the trend that's going to be huge this season when drafting quarterbacks. And he's still one of those guys that can do that. Right. And remember we were talking about, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, can he still be top five? I don't I think don't he's know. top five. He a lot of, a lot of, I don't have him in my top five this season. But he's not like eight or nine in well, my ranking. That's either. true. But I don't know. Well, no, I, I don't know if you've seen. <laughs> quick point. I don't know if you've seen the tweet. It was a far back where I like kind of compared Watson to Winston Dak, and I was like, you know, after like I did the research with, I was like, I'll take. I honestly think, looking at what I looked at, and then being as though Watson had a top two, three receiver in the league, and Winston Dak are putting up the same numbers or even better some years. I'm taking Winston Dak over Watson. Mm, really? I was, well, Dak, yeah, Dak too. But I have I have Watson flipped five and six. I haven't met five and I haven't met six, depending on. I guess depending on what the status as far as or I guess the flavor, man. Because I I, I had Kyler Murray, man. Uh, you know, it's just it's just whoever's left, man, between Colin Murray and Deshaun Watson, dude. You know, because there's an upside on Colin Murray. I think it, Watson, man. I really feel like Watson is is going to be the fifth quarterback off. He's he will be the fifth quarterback off, man. I don't think he's going to be. I don't think Wentz can't, can't. You can't put Wentz above him. You can definitely put Dak. Yeah, of course, Dak is better, way better. You know what I mean? I look at it like if you give Wentz Hopkins, well, Wentz. I think Wentz would personally be better than. Watson would, uh, yeah, but that just speaks. That's just that speaks on an argument that a lot of people don't want to have. Uh, uh, weapons. If you give anybody Hopkins, they're going to be better. But that's just how great Hopkins is. That's true. He's, he, so I mean, that's, that's true. Or trust me, I love this show. I love this show. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be. I'm not saying he's going to be garbage, but you have to take in consideration that you have a guy who's had one of the best catch rates in the league. And he's not there anymore. And then you right. have you're filling him, you're replacing Hopkins with Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, and Randall Cobb. And Randall Cobb's not being drafted. He's going undrafted. You can pick right. him up in the 15th round or later. Facts. Um, Fuller and Brandon Cooks are guys who are garnering more attention because it's presumed that Will Fuller is going to be the new number one wide receiver, and Brandon Cooks is going to be somewhere, you know, the number two. Right. Um, as far as ADP goes, Fuller's actually going a little bit further back in the seventh round, um, as opposed to Brandon Cooks. And do they still now, have Kenny Stills? Yeah, Kenny Stills is still there too. That's right. So they so they still do have a, a pretty decent receiver core. I yeah, mean, but it's not. But the the other concern, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But the no, other no, concern is the other concern is the uh, injuries. All Will Fuller, right. Brandon Cooks, and Randall Cobb have all Randall dealt with injuries exactly, exactly. at some point in their career, and uh, recently, in fact, um, outside of you know Randall Cobb's last season, but the season before, he was dealing with injuries too. And then so, they, and they, they still didn't address the tight end situation. What's up with the tight ends that plays? Well, don't jump, don't jump too far. Bro. No, I'm not, I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Just break. I mean, we obviously skip running backs because David Johnson don't matter. This is why this is why we got this. Slow your roll, bro. Slow your roll. We're gonna get to David. We're gonna get to David. I'm, I'm gonna finish up the wide receiver first, and then we'll go since we jump right into it. But you know, 
the only question I'll I'll pose to you guys, and then we can move on, is Will Fuller, Brandon Cobb's, and Rand, uh, Brandon Cooks, and Randall Cobb are going to be the presumed starters. Um, if you had to pick out of those three, who are you targeting? Because I already know who I'm targeting. Brandon Cooks. Mm. I can't. So I mean, I have I, I have Fuller too many times, and the yeah. injuries are just. Yeah. Well, well, okay. So, so move the injuries to the side. If, if he was full and healthy, man. Okay. Then, then we'll Fuller. Fuller. We'll Fuller. Yeah. But just saying, if we already know his track record is not going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's every say, season. Go yeah, ahead. it is every season. But you know, you can bring up Brandon Cooks. Uh, you know what concussion issues. But yeah. outside of that, he's done it, you know, outside of last year. He's been a thousand yard wide receiver. He gets plenty of targets, enough to be viable in PPR formats. He does. And, you know, compared to Will Fuller, he don't miss that many games. So I'm going Brandon Cooks. And I'm just Fuller's looking at Will Fuller. And that's you know, seven I think seventeen, he played ten games. Eighteen, he played seven. Last year he played eleven. But although it says he played and started eleven games. I had him, and he would be in, and then he'll be out for the rest of the game. He'll start and be <laughs> So that's why I said I would go Brandon Cooks. But like like Mark said, if, if if he's healthy, then I think Will Fuller is the better option. And Fuller we trust. Let's go. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> now we're going to get to David. Now we're getting to David Johnson because I totally disagree with him not being relevant. Um, he did I didn't think he was relevant. I, he wasn't relevant. You know what I mean? But Look, when you say he trash. I didn't say he was trash. What did you say? What did I you said, say? I said it don't matter. That's, that means he's not relevant. How the way can you say? Just my Lord. He just come back saying all sorts of stuff. No, I'm just Man. saying. The Bull didn't even crack 400 rushing yards last season. So I'm let's getting, not put this super offense. All right, go no, ahead. This is, the thing, this is the thing with David Johnson. He didn't have a good year last year. Um, you have there could be a lot of things that you could attribute to that. His own personal injuries, the change in the offensive scheme, the fact that the Cardinals O line was hot garbage. Mm-hmm. And, and how much and in- how much better is the Texans O line? Um, a lot better than the Arizona Cardinals line. Yeah, oh, yeah facts. Okay, so Deshaun just be running for no reason. Deshaun be running for his life. That's because he holds. He it could be because he maybe he holds the ball too long. I mean, I don't know. Hmm. That could be it. I don't think so. Okay. Well, they added, <laughs> but see the <laughs> such a hater. The uh, Texans added O line help during the draft. That's true. Their fourth round pick was Charlie Heck out of North Carolina. So the, mm-hmm. and they had Laramie Tunsil, who they signed uh, a bigger deal last year, I believe, when he traded him from uh, Miami. So they're adding to the offensive line, which brings me back to David Johnson. I think that he's going to have a bounce back year this year, um, especially since you traded DeAndre Hopkins to get David Johnson. You have to now prove that that trade was worth it. That's one of the biggest factors for me. Mm-hmm. You made this trade to bring in David Johnson, who you know many people thought that, oh, he's done because of how bad he looked in Arizona. I don't think that that's the truth. I think that now well, you have that guy, trade more so I want to get rid of Hopkins. More well, than I want to bring in. I don't want to get speculation aspect. But the, but, but the trade itself was stupid because you don't you don't give away a top three wide receiver. Exactly, and, that's my and point. You don't get you don't get any first round picks. That's but, my point. 
Yeah. So it was. I, I think it was more so about I want to get rid of Hopkins more than bringing in David Johnson. It was like, but ooh. But I you w- have to just you have to justify it now because you did get rid of De- uh, DeAndre Hopkins. So that means you're going to bring in David Johnson. He's going to be your workload guy. He's going to be the guy that you funnel your run game through. And I think that this particular move hurts Duke Johnson because he was your passing down uh, running back. Now you bring in a guy who can do it both ways. Um, I don't think that is going to make Duke Johnson fantasy relevant this season. He might get a little, he might get a couple of touches here and there, but you have to prove to your fan base that I made the smart move by bringing in David Johnson. And you, in order to do that, you have to give him the work. Now, now, now prove, prove me wrong real quick, but, but they say David Johnson ADP is 21, dude. Yeah, it's low. Wow, and you can you get rid of a what, really? You would get rid of Hop for that? That wow. Jamal Adams was able to get the Seahawks were able to get how many first round picks? Two and a third. I, I mean, not uh, the not the Seahawks, the um, the Jets, and they and the Cardinals gave. I mean, the they they basically gave DeAndre Hopkins away for a cheesesteak hoagie. Like no, basically, <laughs> and then in return they got back a worse cheesesteak cookie, like from Geno's or Pat's. Yeah, David Johnson. I mean, I don't think he's anywhere where he was a few years back, and I don't think he was gonna. Like I said, it doesn't matter. I don't think he's gonna be a big part of the Texans' offensive scheme. After a while, I think. They're going to go with Duke Johnson, who's the better option, I think. Mm. Mm, I strongly man. disagree with that. Strongly. And uh, uh, David, Johnson's first, ADP, a, yeah. David, David Johnson's ADP is at the 307. So he's around the middle of the third round. Yeah. You that for what you want. So, so obviously somebody think that he's going to do, do something this year because if he was trash, he would be further back. I'll tell you who I will take the over David will... Johnson. Huh? Who? Damian Harris. <laughs> Funny guy. All right. Uh, we'll go to the... <laughs> We're going to go to the tight end and then get out of here with... Uh, you can actually skip the tight ends. I mean, it's nothing special. I mean, it's Darren Feller. Darren Fell, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. And Jordan Atkins. Yeah, the, he's a... He's a deep, deep sleeper. Um... They're going to have to use I, – I would assume that they're going to have to use the tight ends um, a little bit more this year because well, – We all can agree that those are two tight ends that nobody's going to draft. So yeah, you don't, you're not going to have to draft them. They're, so they're the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say this before we move on. Uh-huh. Darren, Feller, Darren Fells – I don't know why I keep saying Feller. Darren Fells caught seven touchdowns last season. That was yeah. That's not bad, especially among tight ends. Um, yeah. It's just I would say that just to say keep your eye on him. Um, on the waivers, yeah, on waivers. If he pops, then it's like okay, they're going to use him more in the offense, put in the claim. But mm-hmm. outside of that, you're not going to have to use anything worthwhile to get him. He's going right. to be there after the draft, right? The facts. Right. Moving along to the Tennessee Titans, they finished nine and seven last year, made the playoffs, looked a little tough. Uh, they just people 
were very excited about Ryan Tannehill and what he did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to poo-poo that too much. I'm just going to say that he was highly efficient for the games that he came in. Um, his numbers were, they were okay for the amount of, I mean, based on the amount of time that he put in, they were pretty good. 2000, over 2,000 yards passing, 27-42. Um, he averaged 9.6 yards per attempt, which is very good. Um, he gave you 18.7 points per game, fantasy-wise, which ranked 10th among Q- QBs. Um, first, I'll ask you, do you consider him a sleeper? Because his ADP is still around the 13th round. Um, I do. Um, I don't think China Hill's some, you know, somebody you want to go out there and draft. Although, like you said, he had a, you know, he had a pretty good season when he stepped in. He's, he's not going to get you a lot of points. You think over a whole 16, he's not going to, it's going to be different? Yeah, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. I can, I can run with that. Um, and he's top 20, man. He's definitely top 20 to me. So yeah, I would, yeah. I would go with that. Over a whole 16 with the weapons that he has um, and how the you know defenses are more more and less have to focus on stopping Derrick Henry first right. before you you know take on Tannehill. But I think uh, I, I would agree that he is uh, at least top 20, you know, not like Sam Darnold. Well, Sam Darnold, if he top 20, I don't know. Sam Darnold got to be, what, top 15? I'm you that, 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 that still stands for me. He's going to end up being the top twenty. What did we say? Top twenty quarterback. Yeah, we said top twenty. That's what, what Jalen said. I don't know why. That's that's, what I, I was, I, yeah, that's Mark, what Mark said it too. I don't understand. All right, oh, y'all both high. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to this AFC East. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Oh, it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> um, but I think in I would take uh, Tannehill if I'm doing uh, super flex leagues. If I'm looking for two quarterbacks and I grab mm-hmm. one early, I'm definitely I would definitely come around and grab uh, Ryan Tannehill um, later on in the draft. If I don't go like QB heavy in the beginning, yeah, he would be one of the options that I would take in a later round. Yeah. Now fair. moving fair. on to Derrick Henry, um, what is there to say about Derrick Henry that's not already been said? Dude's a monster. Yeah, you got to take him in the first RB- round. Yeah, he finished in the RB five. His ADP is at the uh, back of the first round. Uh, the 108. So it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, how can I say this? In PPR formats, he is not the best option in the top five, only because he doesn't catch a lot of passes. He had uh, 24 targets last season, 18 catches for 206 and two touchdowns. If that were to go up, like next season, if they're going to use, because they don't have, when we get into the wide receivers, you kind of see why adding Derrick Henry to the passing game would be so much more lethal for their offense. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you get Henry more involved in the passing game, he's going to destroy people. He, if he's involved more in the passing game, he, I I would dare say he would overtake um, Christian McCaffrey. Just in terms of scoring. What did you just say? Nah, nah. Hear me nah, out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What I mean is, he's not going to catch. He's not going to catch more passes than Christian McCaffrey, but he's going to be the reason why you score more fantasy points in terms of touchdowns. Because once he catches the, if he throws a screen pass when you get into the red zone in the twenty, and then he's going to get the ball under the five. That's more touchdowns. It's it. He told me that that 
McCaffrey can't do that. Same thing. McCaffrey no, does that though. He does that, but I'm saying Christian McCaffrey was uh, what first in PBR. He probably yeah. first and in Derrick everything. Henry was fifth. Yeah, but Derrick Henry was fifth catching twenty four pass. He was targeted twenty four times. Christian McCaffrey had over hundred targets. And who's the who's and, the other besides Christian McCaffrey? Who's the other three guys above above Henry? Do you know off the top of your head? I think it is Zeke. Um, yeah, Zeke, um, Saquon, Aaron Jones. So, oh, really? Zeke, Saquon, Aaron Jones. No, not Saquon. Oh, not Saquon. Not, oh, not last bad, season. Not last season. I'm bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what is it? It's probably what Zeke, Kamara, Aaron Jones. Maybe. No, not Kamara either. It's oh, no, we got. But I say because I don't, I don't see like Mark said. I don't see he. I don't think he'll be a better catcher or you know more effective than Zeke or Aaron Jones. Definitely not Christian McCaffrey. I'm interested to see who that other dude is, but maybe Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook was definitely Cook. fifth. Sounds about good, but I mean, so you had all right. I got it. You have Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Ezekiel Elliott, Austin Eckler, and Austin Derek Henry. Hmm. Yeah, At, in PPR formats, those were your top right. five. But in terms of targets. They all overshadow Derrick Henry, right? And he's fifth. I'm just saying, if you give him sixty targets, or if you give him what forty nine targets is what I mean, forty nine catches is what uh, Aaron Jones had, and he's second. He has sixteen sixteen touchdowns on the ground, three passing. If you give him a couple more touchdowns through the air, he's basically he's going to be in your top three. But that's not a style of, of, of game, though, man. Right. He's a ground and pound dude. That's what I mean. He's a Jerome Bettis type of he's a Jerome Bettis type of running back. You know, what I mean, you're not gonna get him off of his, you know, bread and butter, man. I mean, once he once he grounds through the middle, cause that's it. You know, what I mean, coaches are gonna be like, hey, okay, let's go out in the, you know, in the uh, curl rouse. No, man, <laughs> on the no I'm, ball, not saying, I'm not saying to chuck it to him all the time. I'm just saying you can use him in shorter distances. And his yards per carry, he's going to do something after the catch. But um, if you had – all right, I'll leave – I'll say this question, then we can move on. Where are you taking Derrick Henry? He got to go in the first round. PPR. Absolutely. PPR. No, PPR. Is his, is his ADP right now where you would take him? 108? Probably a little bit higher. That's a good question, dude. Probably a little bit higher. Ah, stumped you. <laughs> Probably a little bit higher. <laughs> Jalen got actually Jalen's quiet. Uh oh. Yeah. I was thinking. You smell the smoke over there? No. Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking. 108 sound cool. You know what I'm saying? I'll take him now. All right. Now, <laughs> the reason why the reason why I spoke this up was because when you look at the wide receiver core for the Titans, you have AJ Brown, you have Corey Davis, you have Adam Humphreys, but the only one that's really fantasy relevant is AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to get more because of what he did last season. I expect him to get a lot more work than he did last year. Right. Um, he he cracked a uh, thousand yards, um, one thousand fifty one. Um, he finished as the wide receiver twenty one. But what he did towards the end of the season when Ryan Tannehill came in was phenomenal. Like. If you had him in your fantasy leagues, he probably helped you win. And I had him on my bench, which means I lost. 
I made a mistake. It was horrible. But <laughs> but that just shows you how good AJ Brown was last year as opposed to the rest of the, the rest of the wide receiver core. Corey Davis is relatively inconsistent. Adam Humphreys doesn't get enough work to be fantasy viable. Mm-hmm. So it's AJ Brown versus everybody else. That But um if you can't if you can't get AJ Brown no, I, I won't even say that. Do you think that there could be a change this year? Could Corey Davis be more uh, viable this year? Because he's he is the number two wide receiver in an offense. What do you think? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, what, what was it? it says stats was six hundred yards uh, last season. I mean, you said Humphreys, no, uh, Corey Davis. Oh, Corey Davis. Like you said, I mean, AJ Brown is going to be the only re- relevant you know, fantasy receiver. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think a, I mean he's gonna be a waiver. Who? Corey Davis? Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah he's agree. gonna be a waiver for sure. You know what I mean? But his it, stats is not that far from AJ's though, you know what I mean? Mm. Well, besides touchdown wise go. But I mean, other than that, you know, if uh, if he gets more attention, you know, mm. uh, Corey Davis is definitely will, will be uh, a definitely a good waiver pickup later. Well, you gotta see it. Like I said, you gotta see how the plays though down the line, but yeah, you know? yeah, I'm not taking a chance with Corey Davis. <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> that dude can stay right where he at, right on waivers. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not biting that apple. Now, this is a guy at the tight end position, Jonu Smith. That is, I love Jonu. Generate, yeah, I, I kind of like Jonu too. Uh, he, Delaney Walker is gone. It's is the Jonu smoke. It's the Jonu show now. Um, and his ADP puts him at the 13th round, 13-10. So that's about 13-14 rounds. It's not bad at all. He's mm-hmm. considered one of the most valuable uh, – maybe most valuable is a, a step too high, but he's one of the premier uh, sleepers at tight end because you know how the position goes. Once you draft Kelsey and Kittle and Ertz and Mark Andrews uh, – that's And Blake Jarwin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't leave my man out of there. He's young, Blake. Yeah, he's still a sleeper though. But Janu has a has the potential to be very good in this offense, especially since when they do decide to pass the ball, he's got to be, in my opinion, he's got to be the next target behind AJ Brown, because we like we said before, Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys just aren't consistent enough on a week in week out basis. Mm-hmm to rely on. And I think that's where Jonu Smith comes in. What do you think about his sleeper status? Is he, is he a guy that you would consider a sleeper or is he a guy that you would, you would tell people to draft as a tight end one? Oh, not a, yeah, a tight not end a, one. Yeah, most yeah. definitely not a tight end one, but it's, I think we all can agree. He's a sleeper. Yeah, he would probably sure. be great as a, you know, backup or, or your second, you know, but, or no, well, second is backup. Backup. He's perfectly fine there. Nothing higher. If somebody, if I'm playing against somebody and they got John o. Smith as their tight end one, I'm smoking them. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that works out for you. Because I don't know, man. I I think if the way that they're the when I look at the offense and I seen some of the stuff that he was able to do last season, um, I think if you give him more opportunities like you did Delaney Walker, he's gonna be a good he's gonna be a good cheap piece. Um, Come draft time. Oh, for sure. He's definitely top 15, man. You know? Mm-hmm. Please. All right. Now we finished with the Titans. Let's move on to the Indianapolis Colts. 
They finished seven and nine last season. Uh, the team has a lot of talent, but so one of the seven and nine again this season. You think so? Who's <laughs> your quarterback? I want you to say one of the <laughs> issues. Well, it's not uh, Jacoby Brissett anymore. No, it's not. Goodness. It's Philip Rivers. Yeah, cry baby, baby. <laughs> now, before you go in on Rivers, he finished as a QB eighteen last year. <laughs> That's not his middle of the pack, but you know, based on where you're getting him in drafts, it's not horrible. Um, he wasn't going to give you. He he gave you probably gave you a couple good weeks, but it wasn't Rivers, that many. No, I wasn't. Yeah. What was it? it was, two out of the sixteen? <laughs> Just picking on Rivers. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I mean, the dude but this, threw twenty-three touchdowns to twenty picks. It could, yeah, you couldn't be getting a lot of. Uh, couldn't be getting a lot of a lot of points. Yeah, he was averaging about fourteen point seven fantasy points per game. That's terrible. That ranks twenty fifth. That ranks twenty fifth. That's and terrible. I agree with you. I agree with you. I didn't say he was great. <laughs> I certainly didn't say that. I'm, I'm, yo, I'm gonna tell you real quick. We're gonna we go make a segment called "Will Sam Donald pers- uh, Surpass This Person?" <laughs> and I think Sam Donald will surpass Philip Rivers yes, this season. I'll I, I, I think. Listen, this is, is gonna be an ongoing thing? thing. It's gonna be an ongoing thing. Sam Donald will surpass this such a person, and and Philip Rivers. Yes. Yes. Ooh. All right. So yes. we got Mark's first hot take of the fantasy podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Back, big fellow. I'm backing that most definitely. Of course, of course, man. All right, let of me course. let me just say this: Rivers has a lot of issues. One of them was the offensive line last year. Right now, this move to the Colts' offensive line. I can't. Okay, wait. Can we can we take a timeout? Because I got an issue with blaming the O line all the time. It's not. I'm not blaming the O line. It's definitely Rivers was definitely an say, issue too. He has. I'm not, I'm not absolving has, Rivers. Okay, I'm about to say you, he has good looks. He's inaccurate. I mean, mm-hmm. and and with all those yeah. weapons he had with the Chargers to throw 23 touchdowns and 20 interceptions, and then you go yeah, into the Colts, good. and then they're going to be. They might not even win seven games if he plays like that. But this is this is why I say, and I and I agree with you because he wasn't accurate last year. His deep ball completion percentage was only thirty percent, just over thirty percent, which is ranked twenty uh, seventh among quarterbacks. So it wasn't. Great. I guarantee you, Sam. Oh no, 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 no. All right, never mind. I'm not even gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> no, there, son. <laughs> now I will say this: even despite the fact that Rivers was, you know, he was horrible in terms of completing deep passes. He took a lot of them. He took 75, and that ranked sixth among quarterbacks last year. But now you go into a system where you have a few. I won't say that they're better because I think Keenan Allen is better than um, T.Y. Hilton. Yep. And Mm -hmm. Mike Williams has the potential to be better than whoever their – well, to be fair, their wide receiver too now, Michael Pittman, he's a rookie. So we don't know what he's going to be just yet. Right. Um, I will say this though. The O line in the run game could potentially be better than the Chargers. Don't the, the Colts have, I say that, who the okay. Colts have Devin Funches too, right? No, he opted out this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, okay. he opted out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't have Devin Funches. Matter of fact, dude, Dev, that Devin Funches is with Green Bay. Are you sure? Hold on. Because I swore yeah. he was with the Colts. Okay, I could be wrong. He was with the Colts the year before. Okay, okay. This season, right. he signed to the Green Bay Packers. Where have you been? 
You've been sleeping under a rock. I don't or like the Packers. <laughs> he like, look, I'm not checking the show doc for the Packers. Bump them. <laughs> I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. Every time I see the Packers, in, in there, I bleed. He said Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm no, just I'm not, I'm not saying nothing that part. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, scroll. It's in the show doc. I'm like, scroll. Nope. Nope. I'm not talking about like, the nah. Packers. But this is this is what I'll say about Rivers. He has a better O-line. He has young pass catching weapons. I mean, outside of T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton gets a bump because you actually have a uh, a quarterback who can throw the deep ball. While it may not be accurate, he might have more time in the pocket that could change. I'm not saying, you know, go after Rivers, but I'm just saying him having him there gives a bump to the rest of the offense because he's right, better right. than Jacoby Brissett. I don't care how exactly. you slice it. Jacoby, he sucks. Oh. Because me. Yeah. Ah, facts. You're, right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I believe, and again, this is all about that gunslinger mentality, and Philip Rivers is that gunslinger, which is going to give a lot of opportunities for, you know, these guys, man, mm-hmm. to, to step up and, and make plays, you know what I mean? Even and though, he again, he's a, not accurate. And he'll have a more consistent run game this year. Um, now let's let's jump over to the running backs because I really want to get into this. Hold on. Hold back, on. I ain't just done yet because – <laughs> what are you not done about? Jacoby played better than Phillip Rivers did last season. They it might be better to stay with Jacoby <laughs> rather than Philip Rivers. You are unbelievable. <laughs> you I'll say that you are definitely unbelievable. I'm not if I have a, if you put Rivers and Jacoby Brissett in a lineup, I'm taking Rivers. And There's no if ands or buts around. 15.7 points every week. What did Jacoby Brissett average? It had to be higher than 14.7. Are you sure? It got to be. <laughs> it has to be. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Fact check. Let's see. It has to be. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. He it doesn't th- have to be. He, Philip Rivers threw 20 interceptions. Brissett threw six. That's true. It How many yards? I was like 2,400? 29. 29? Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett finished as the QB twenty three, and was it Philip Rivers twenty fifth? I risked my Rivers, case. I risked my Rivers case. Finished, you you can't rest <laughs> anything because you're wrong. Philip Rivers finished that QB eighteen on the season. Who did you just say was twenty fifth? Huh? I said who did you just say was twenty fifth? No, I said Jacoby Brissett was twenty third. Nah, dog. I'm gonna listen to this episode back. <laughs> You can listen to it back. I'm telling you, I'm looking at it right now. Jacoby Brissett finished the, t- the QB 23. How many points Phillip did Rivers Jacoby, finish? How many points did Jacoby uh, average on a weekly basis? He averaged 14.5. 14.5 14. to 14.5. He was two ticks. He was two ticks lower than Rivers. Philip Rivers. But in total, Philip Rivers had uh, Philip Rivers had 235.5 fantasy points. Jacoby Brissett had 217.68. All right. So just edit this out. No, I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this a a, a trailer. <laughs> make a trailer. Like this is why Jalen should just shut up sometimes and let me rock. Hey, listen, dog. I had a bone pick with Philip Rivers for a long time, and I get it's that cool. it's justified. It's cool. Same mm-hmm. time, we're going past him. 
So, so I'm gonna hold on to that. <laughs> yeah, you you gonna have to because uh, Sam Darnold finished the QB 27, so uh, he got his work cut out oh, for him. We got time. We got time. But, come on, man, stop getting me off track. All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tight end. No, we. I didn't even get to finish <laughs> running backs. <laughs> Then how did we just skip the receivers? All right, go ahead. Because we talk too much. All right, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, look, 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 look. Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor. Marlon Mack finished the RB twenty two last season, but now he's got comp. Jonathan Taylor is no slouch either. This dude had two two thousand rushing seasons in college, mm-hmm. and every season his touchdown rate went his touchdowns went up. He started at thirteen in his rookie year, sixteen his sophomore year, and then last season. He had 21 touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor is, he's going to be the starting um, running back for the Colts this season. He should be. It all, it all depends oh, on absolutely. where. Absolutely. And um, I'll put it to you like this. Do you think that Marlon Mack can fend him off? I, nah, Marlon Mack, I think he's, he's, a, he's a solid RB. But Jonathan Taylor, um, I would start him immediately, especially behind that O-line. Mm-hmm. He'd be he'd be really dangerous, really dangerous. Facts. Now, Marlon Mack backseat. Yeah, I think so. I think he is. He's gonna be a problem too. It's just they're gonna try. They're gonna give him. They're gonna give Marlon Mack the opportunity to try and keep the job. But I'll put it to you like this: If Marlon Mack goes down for one second during the season, it's a wrap. I think they're gonna. I don't. Give him. I don't think he'll win the job. I think they'll give him a job. Um, just based off some of the comments that I've read, they it's it's touch and go. They they'll say stuff like, "Oh, Marlon Mack is our starter, but we don't mind riding the high hand." That's basically telling you, "Yo, Marlon Mack slip up. Jonathan Taylor's coming in there. He gonna take the job because he's already mm-hmm. got the pedigree behind him. You know, he's based on his college years. Right, he's dangerous. So I don't mind taking um." If I can get Jonathan Taylor on a on the cheap side, not saying cheap, cheap, like he's gonna be in a double digit rounds, but right now, uh Taylor is going in the fourth round. Marlon Mack is nowhere near that. Taylor might go he's higher than that. Taylor, yeah, by the time we get to the drafts, yeah. Um in a couple weeks. I got a draft today. Draft season's gonna start. Oh, you do? Yep. All right. And go. I got that last spot, baby. Oh Lord. Marlon Mack <laughs> Marlon Mack's ADP puts him at the seven oh four. So Taylor is going three rounds ahead of him. I I think that that that's fitting. Yeah, that's fair. You know? It is. Yeah. Um. The only thing I want to say on wide receivers, I like Michael Pittman. I think that he's going to be a nice sleeper as in terms of a rookie. Um. And he's going to be. I I like him this season. He's going to be in a offense that's going to target him all over the place as far as. Mm-hmm. You know, short to intermediate, and then on the deep routes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't have really too much to say about Paris Campbell. He's probably like worth keeping an eye on. I I did like him coming out of college last year. His injuries just kind of derailed his season. So right. we'll get to see what he can do. Right. It's, um, and and I'm telling you, this season, people might be dropping like flies. I mean, obviously, you don't want people to get hurt, but with no preseason. And you don't got that time to work your body, you know, back in shape on the field. A lot of people might be going down. Yeah, so that's that's the sucky part because of the because of the COVID. Yeah. Now, tight end, Jack Doyle. 
Thoughts off the top. Jack Doyle, he 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 my main man's. He got game, bro. He do. Mm. I, I think he. I, I've had bad juju with uh, Jackie, man. I word. Because, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. I, I got. I'm gonna stay away from that one, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I kinda, I'm kind of with you. Um, he finished at the tight end 18 last season. He had a. Uh, he saw. He was ranked 13th in terms of targets. He saw 72, but he only had 448 yards and four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And I think that water gets a little murkier now that they brought in um, Trey Burton this this uh, offseason. Yeah. Yep. You know how Rivers likes to target tight ends, but when you have two guys that can basically do the same thing in Trey Burton and Jack Doyle, eh, it kind of it messes it up for me. Yeah. I can't I can't get with Jack Doyle. Even yeah, knocking, even knocking. at his ADP. I like it's that. just like the potential's there because you know, like I said, you know how Rivers is gonna target right um, tight ends, but nah. It, I think they're gonna be end up they're gonna end up splitting work and then you're gonna have to try and figure out who's gonna do what on every given week when I can go look for a more stable option. Right. Um at tight end. All right. Now let's wrap up this episode with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. We just all agree that this division is terrible. This division is trash. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on, it guys. Is. It's not that bad. You, you have boring draft, guys. <laughs> boring. You have Gardner, Gardner Minshew. You, you weren't in on Minshew Mania last season? No. no I went on Minshew. No, man. It's not like a piece of gum, cuz. You know Turnover I mean? Mania. That's, that's all he was. Um, no, he had only six turnovers. He said six interceptions last season. Uh, do we not count, we not count fumbles anymore? Are those not turnovers? I, I mean, you know, I don't think that they're totally fantasy well, relevant. I forgot which, settings. I forgot which game I watched with the Jaguars, and for the love of God, I don't know why I was watching it. And he had to fumble like three straight possessions. It was it was just terrible. And I'm like, are like. Is he really like a thing now? Like people, were, because it was such like such a big hype around. I think they were playing the Texans. Well, I mean, he did finish as a top twenty QB, unlike some other people. He finished as the QB nineteen on the season, so he's not horrible. And he you finished remember where he finished as a QB nineteen. Oh yeah, Sam Darnold definitely beating that out. I was about to say, bring it back, Sam Darnold. Yes, he will. I don't know, man. I, yes, he will. I'm riding. Well, I'm gonna ride a Sam Darnold's uh, coattails all. I'm about, to, year. I'm about to follow him on Twitter. Oh God! <laughs> I'll I'll just say this: Minshew's not gonna be a guy that you're gonna have to draft. He's not. He's gonna be the one of those QB that's gonna be left over from your draft. Looking at him on waivers, um, QB two, QB two, um, Superflex leagues. Excuse me. He's. He he's he's worth a late round pick too. Um, they're not there aren't too many guys who you can wait on um, in two QB leagues for production. I think he's safe enough where he's not going to turn the ball over through the air. Um, fumbles he might have to tighten up on, um, according to Jalen. But I think he's safe enough in two QB leagues where you don't have to stress too much. He's going to get you about. He's going to get you at least double digits. It's not going to be high all the, all the time, but I think he's safe enough. 
I'm you know? not touching them. <laughs> well, we uh, normally do we normally do uh, QB one QB leagues, so that's not you know in in terms of that you're not going to have to touch Gardner Minshew at all. There's just too many the the composition is just too deep where you don't have to you know you would have to completely bypass all the QBs in order to end up with Minshew. Right, and for those who wanted to know. Although he had six interceptions, he had 13 fumbles. All right, there you go. <laughs> You're like, these Swiss cheeses, man. Minshew, jeez. Now, let's, the further we go into the offense, you got Leonard Fournette, who's been – he's been getting a lot of flack um, based on his numbers last season. But he – it's weird because he finished as the RB7 in PPR, but he only mm-hmm. had three touchdowns. But he, That's weird. He had 1,100 yards. I mean – yeah, he did. I think that has more so to do with the passing game. Um, you know, we as Cowboys fans, we can attest to it. In twenty seventeen, teams knew we were running Zeke, and when you don't have an offense that you know that can spread the ball through the air, you you know what I'm saying? You're not going. He's not going to see too too much of the end zone. True. And unless yeah. unless the quarterback progresses as a passer, like mm-hmm. Dak has, but. For Minshew to just come out and play against that, although you know they know you're running for net, you know his numbers are not going to look how they look previously. I wouldn't. I think seventeen had like ten touchdowns. Who? I think Fournette, like he had ten touchdowns like previous year or the year before that, before he was mm-hmm. year before he was hurt. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So, but this is the thing that I like about Fournette that I think gets. I, I, I'll say sticker shock. It's something that I get when I see a new name on a new team. It's like, oh, man, what's he going to do to the to the former guy? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, when the rookies get drafted. It's like, oh, man, Zach Moss is with the Bills. Devin Sing. Well, in this particular case, I do think that um, Moss is going to be good this year. But it can go both ways. And right. I think when Chris Thompson got signed uh, this offseason to the Jags, it kind of looked like, oh, man, Leonard Fournette is going to lose some of those targets that he got. Because he had 100 targets last season. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had seven, seven, six, he can catch out the bag. I, where he, where he, what, you say he was ranked seventh? That's, yeah, that's, seventh? that's good. And his stats prove, you know, that he can get that level of production. They just need a better quarterback. They, they need a better – they have issues in terms of offense. Especially when he gets into the red zone, because he wasn't one of those guys. I don't because I don't know, man. It's, you just only three touchdowns on the season. It, it, I can see why people were like, "Oh, I'm fading Fournette," but he's gonna get all of those. He's gonna be the man to get all those carries. Um, I think his production in terms of targets may dip a little bit, but I don't see Chris Thompson. Um, like overtaking him as far as targets. No, no, I, yeah, I, I no. can't see that. Plus, dude can't stay healthy. He's been hurt yeah, exactly. every, like every other year or every year. So, mm-hmm. um, I would, if I can get Leonard Fournette on a cheap, I I would like him cheap. I think he's about his ADP is around a three hundred nine. But if I can get him and then add another running running back to it, um, it would be good. I'm cool with that. Yeah, he right. would be a nice RB three in turn, especially in PPR. Mm-hmm. And actually. The base, Depending on how your team goes, too. Right. I'm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like I said. I got a draft today. I was definitely looking at Leonard Fournette. You know, because of where I because of where I draft. I'm like, 
you know, obviously, you know, the top running backs will go, but he he will put up some pretty good numbers. And he was averaging like almost five yards a carry. So, mm-hmm. and that's he, with really seeing good. uh, that's with seeing almost seven or more guys in the box, right? At uh, in base formation, not that they were you know switching things up. Thirty eight point nine percent of the time, he was seeing seven defenders or more, right? In base. So, yeah, I agree. He he was still chugging along even despite the fact that they were trying to stop him. Facts. Now you go over to right. the wide receiver position. DJ Chark is going to be the guy that everybody's going to be talking about this offseason uh, because of his breakout year last mm-hmm. season. He had over just over a thousand yards, one thousand and eight eight touchdowns with ten point two uh, fantasy points per game. Um, they're expecting more from him, and because he's the guy. Um, for the Jacksonville Jaguars in terms of passing, um, I I kind of agree with the sec- the uh, sentiment that, you know, he's going to continue to progress. He's going to get the opportunity to do so. Um, he had 118 targets last season, which is tied for – he was tied with Mike Evans, who we all know is a much better mm-hmm. uh, wide receiver, you know, based on his production over the last mm-hmm. few years as a 1,000-yard receiver almost every year. So – He's going to get the targets to do that. I think because of how bad the offense is for Jacksonville, he's getting a little slept on. But, you know, there are a few people. There's a DJ Chark high that's really high on him or higher on him than most people are. But I kind of agree with that. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think so, too. I'm definitely right on the the Chark, uh, you know, Chark train right now, man, as far as – I mean, here's the thing. These – the wide receiver court that the, the Jaguars have, man, right now, you know what I mean, are actually really good, you know? And it depends on who you ride with. I mean, definitely you're going to grab Chark first, man. But, you know, with uh, Didi and uh, I think who they pick up uh, from the draft, Chenault? Yeah. And, dude. I was just getting ready to talk about him. Yeah, it looks good, man. I, I, this this wide receiver court is young and great, man. I, I like it. I like it, man. I think, I think it's got better. A bunch of weapons. It's better than what it's been. Mm-hmm. The last few years, you already know what DD can do. Um, I'm really interested to see what Chenault does. Uh, he can take carries out of the backfield and he can catch. And when he's in space, man, he just looks nasty. Like, he just Facts. he looks like an and one ankle breaker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> some of the film I've seen, he shake dudes out their shoes in open space, man. So, if they're gonna, in, if they're intent on giving him a real role, um, straight out the gate, he's gonna be one of those guys that you. You look at Chenault. Um, tight ends. Is Tyler Eifert? Anybody want to grab Tyler? No, nah, I'm going to stay away from Tyler Eifert from the last three years, man. Yeah. I'm going to stay away from Yeah, him. I'll stay away from him. Is he a good – he's a pretty – you know, he's a good tight end, but I'll yeah. – like I'm, I'm, I'm staying away. Parse, parse up, I mean, he, he did sign a two-year deal worth $15 million, so they're going to have uh, to use him. Again, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, Tyler didn't do nothing with the Bengals, man, no. for the past day. Like, they couldn't, dude. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. I think you everybody I mean? was everybody was hoping that they could recapture that. What was that year he had? 17, 16? Yeah. He I think had that breakout, that crazy year where he had, like, double-digit touchdowns. Everybody was waiting for him to come back to that. And then injuries started kicking his butt, and they the team just kind of moved on without him. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Yeah, I would have to agree. Eifert is uh, – I'd be shocked if I see anything from Eifert. Yeah. Um, now, what I will say, um, 
if I think uh, Josh was Josh Oliver when he he suffered a hamstring, but he is young and you know athletic. It might be I think they should probably look into making him their tight end number two. Um, but as far as like like Mark said, I mean, who cares? <laughs> I, I mean this. You exactly. guys are mean. Well, I, I, <laughs> Who cares, man? Who cares? It's, it's the Jaguars. Like, yeah. I guess you're right. It is the Jaguars. At the end of the day, it is though. All right. So we asked this last year, last not last year, last episode. Who do you have coming out of this division, real quick? Oh and, my uh, god, we have to pick somebody. Come on, the freaking Texans, man. I mean, like, come on, cut. So Texans got it on lock. Yeah, the Texans got it locked down. All come on, they have to. They have I to. mean, you think the Titans? Oh, uh, you know what? It's probably gonna be the, between the Texans and the Titans. But I think that I think the, the Texans should be able to. And then the Titans gonna divvy, you know, divvy up the wild card spot. And then the Colts gonna be trash. And then the Jazz gonna be trash. Mm, I can agree right. with that. I don't think the Titans gonna have the year that they had last year. But the Texans yeah. is gonna win this division. Easy. <sighs> you, have, you, you have you have somebody else. Who you got, Will? I'm gonna go Colts. I'm gonna say the Colts. What? Yeah, we will end the episode. We will end the episode right here, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that will end the episode. <laughs> we get an episode yeah. on that note. Thank you guys yeah. for listening. Really appreciate. Oh really appreciate God. our listeners. Listen to our craziness while we do the uh, divisional breakdowns. Thank you guys for checking us out. You can always check us out on social media. Yes. Um, at the Fantasies Finest. On Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Yeah, we're laughing in the background. <laughs> make, make sure y'all tweet Will Spencer, yeah. I am Hyperion, before he changes his name. And tell him I discuss you why he's going to pick the Colts, man. I'm going as to the change winner. my Here's... name as soon as we're Come done on. this episode. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna change... We got the show notes right here. He's going to change it to, to Hype Fantasy. That's it. Hype Fantasy. You know what I mean? Oops. There you go. Hype under... You forgot I put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Hype well, fantasy. Oh god, you guys are snitching on me and everything. Listen, man, we're gonna throw you under the bus, cuz, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that'll wrap it up for us. Thank you guys for checking us out. Also, don't forget to check out the website, thefantasyfinance.com. We'll see you guys next episode. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. Be sure to join the community on Facebook and follow us on Twitter too at the Fantasy's Finest. See you next episode.